One and two on Bryson. Polante ready. Here's the pitch. Swing at a ground ball. Diving. Goldschmidt's got it. Coming home. The throw. It's late. Yes. Sosa with a head first slide. He has scored. And another run is home. Edmundo Sosa just in under the tag of Molina. And it's four to two Phillies in the ninth. Great job by Scott Fransky there. Great job by L.A. <laughs> you here trying to control his emotion and doing it because it was Fransky's call to make. And it was a terrific moment in a very odd game. Ben Davis, our pal, joins us now. Of course, Ben is a uh, one of the terrific broadcasters on NBC Sports Philadelphia. Unfortunately, Ben, I got to listen to Alex Rodriguez and not Ben Davis, but that's my own gripe. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I uh, just got done cutting the little guy's hair and uh, just getting ready for his big football game today at 3 There you go. Look at yep. Mr. Dad. Okay. Yep, that's good, it. Good for you. So they win yesterday, and they win um, on some fortuitous plays. If you're a Cardinals fan, like, why did Arenado throw home on that play? Uh, you know, guys who don't make errors are making error. Or Goldschmidt throw home on that play. Excuse me. Arenado makes what really was an error that they called a hit, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But my question out of this is this. Do you believe in momentum in, uh, well, in anything, but particularly in the postseason? By winning yesterday, what does that mean, if anything, for the Phillies today? Well, I think it definitely gives them some momentum moving forward to, to, to tonight's game at 830. Um, and I think if, if you're St. Louis Cardinal and you're sitting in that clubhouse after the game and you're thinking, man, we just literally gave that game to the Phillies. And give the Phillies credit. They took it. They took advantage of every opportunity they had, every mistake that the Cardinals made, uh, every walk that Helsley was going to give to them, the hit batters. They took advantage, and that's what good teams do. They take advantage of the other team's mistakes. Um, I think it's going to be awfully tough for that Cardinals team to get back in today and have the mental fortitude to go out there and kind of put yesterday behind them because it is such a short series. If it was a seven-game best-of-seven, you could see them, okay, you know what, shrug it off, we'll, we get them tomorrow. But it's such a short series, it's going to be hard for them to rebound. Ben, one guy I want to give props to, I don't think Glenn or I have done it just yet, and we should, uh, kind of flow, flew under the radar yesterday, was David Robertson. Mm -hmm. Because he comes in in the eighth, the Phillies have lost the lead, Alvarado first time in a month gets victimized, you got to hold the line, and he comes in and gets two Ks and an easy out for the third out that gave them that chance, and yeah, momentum is what it is, and we all try and define it, We none of us really know what it is, but they did uh, go on to get the sixth spot in the top of the ninth. He had not pitched well late in the year. Most everyone, yours truly included, was saying, well, it's either going to be Eflin or Alvarado in a big spot. Well, Robertson stepped into a big spot, a trailing spot, but big. But he did a really nice job for the yesterday. He did an outstanding job. And Rob Thompson addressed that after the game. He said, you know, he said, Robbie threw the ball extremely well. And, and he did. And that is something I think, like you said, he has not been pitching well. He's been walking a lot of guys. And that's not been his M.O. over the years. I think his, his playoff pedigree showed through yesterday. And I think moving forward, this is a great sign for the Phillies because they're going to need him. They're going to need everybody in that bullpen to step up because they have not been throwing the ball great. You're putting too much pressure on the starting pitchers. Uh, but what D-Rob did yesterday was awesome to see. And, again, moving forward, that's a good sign. If he can throw the ball like that, he can get anybody out. I don't care what part of the lineup they're in. Ben Davis is our guest. Ben, so tonight, let's say, and we'll get into Aaron Nolan a little bit, but let's say they have a 3-2 you know, to two lead going into the ninth, and you look at your bullpen if you're Rob Thompson. Eflin, you know, didn't, didn't look particularly sharp yesterday. Didn't blow the game, but didn't look great. 
We know what Sir Anthony's been going to. Robertson pitched well, but pitched yesterday. Do you have a closer tonight? Who's your closer? Well, depending on what part of the lineup they have, I think you have to go back to Alvarado. Um, the way he's been throwing the ball, he didn't throw a ton of pitches yesterday. He had a couple days off. And I think he's going to be your closer. Um, you know, I think he, he just he left the pitch up yesterday. What I really didn't like about the home run was the 3-2 slider or cutter that he threw to Carlson, the hitter before. If I'm throwing 102 with sink, I'm throwing 102 with sink right down the middle, letting him beat it in the ground. I didn't like the, the, the two-out walk, and that's what really kind of got things going. Two-out walks, if anyone listens to any broadcast I've ever done, knows how much I despise that. Uh, he ended up making the one bad pitch to Yepes, took him out of the yard. But it was nice to see the Phillies' offense obviously rebound. But I think you have to go back to, to Alvarado in, that, in the situation. If it is a safe situation today, I think Jose gets the ball. All right, Ben, before we get to uh, Aaron Nola and what we expect him to do against that Cardinal lineup tonight, let's look at Miles Michaelis against the Phillies. His game, his pitches, how do they match up? Is there any potential lineup change right for center field? Or the like? What do you think they roll out there tonight against Miles Michaelis? I think you're going to see Harper go back to the three-hole and then have JT hit in the four-hole, just basically flip-flop those two in the lineup. Mike Litt does have a very good cutter. He's going to try and throw it up underneath the hands of, of Kyle Schwarber and, 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 and Bryce Harper and Bryson Stott, all the lefties in the lineup. I'm assuming Marsh would be back in there tonight. He's going to try and throw that cutter up underneath the hands of these lefties. They have to make sure, listen, if it's starting on the inner third, they have to let it go because it ends up being a ball. He's also mixing a, a real slow breaking ball and does have, you know, a mid-90s fastball to accompany the other pitches. But he's a guy that, you know, he's, he's fearless out there. Uh, but they have to make sure, the lefties especially, that they don't let him just live inside. They, gotta, they have to get them out of his kitchen. All right, let's talk about Aaron Nola. He was terrific in the uh, game that got him into the playoffs the other day. He's been good in September, but he has also had those Aaron Nola innings, Aaron Nola outings, where it's like he breezes through five, and then all of a sudden, you know, single, something happens, home run. Um, I'm trying to figure out the question I want to ask out of that, which I want to ask more than your level of confidence in him. What have you seen? I'll, I'll put it this way. What have you seen from him in his last few starts that gives you a sense of what he might do tonight? Um, more fastballs, less curveballs, a few more change-ups. He's even mixing in that, that slider or cutter, whatever you want to call it, a little bit more. But I think his, it's his confidence in his fastball that has kind of set him apart in this particular September. Uh, the last outing that he had against the Astros, that's the best pure stuff and command I've ever seen Aaron Nola have. And that is, you know, all the years that he's been here, that was the best command I've seen. His fastball, he could hit a Nats rear end from 60 feet, 6 inches with that fastball the other day. Uh, the curveball he mixed in as well. The changeup he used a little bit more than he had in previous starts. That was very good. Uh, Aaron Nola does very well against teams that don't see him a lot because of, that, of, of his ability, A, to throw strikes, and B, to punch your ticket. You know, when he got, first got called up, I just never thought he'd be the strikeout pitcher that he has turned into be. Um, obviously, the Cardinals have not seen him a whole heck of a lot, and I think that, that matches up well for Aaron. I think he's poised to go out there and dominate today. Uh, I think if, if you can get seven innings out of Aaron tonight, Phillies win the ballgame. Yeah. Ben, this is one of the things we can tap into you as a former player, pressure. Before the series started, I said the Phillies are in a good spot because they have very little pressure on them. I know 11 straight years of not making the playoffs, but they did. And then you'd like to see them win, but they're a wild-card team. They didn't win a division like the Cardinals did. They had less pressure than the homestanding Cardinals did for me. How much is the pressure now ratcheted up on the Cardinals because of not only losing yesterday's game, but the way they lost yesterday's game? 
Yeah, I, I, I definitely don't want to go to a game three. Um, I, again, I think the Phillies get it done tonight. Um, but pressure, I think this team and the players on it have taken on the personality of their skipper, Rob Thompson. And Rob is a just – he. and I said on the postgame show yesterday, I said, uh, you know, after they interviewed Rob Thompson, I said, he almost smiled. <laughs> he almost smiled. Um, he's a guy that you just don't know if his team won 10 nothing or they lost 10 nothing. Uh, I think the team has really taken on his personality and the fact that they're very business-like. They're professionals out there uh, in the clubhouse and on the field. And I think it's, you know, his demeanor has really rubbed off on Spall Club. This is a very tightly knit group, and one a lot tighter than I've seen it over the past years. Um, they believe in each other. They believe in themselves. And I think it's kind of showing on the field. It's, it's never, it's, you know, pressing the panic button is not in their MO right now. Um, I, I, pressure wise, I don't see them having, I think it's a, if it's anything, it's more of a, an anxious desire to, to compete, I think is more so a better way to put it than, than pressure. I think these guys love playing the game of baseball, and I think it shows. There's a lot of smiles on that bench. There's a lot of high-fiving going on. They're all pulling for each other, and, it, it's, and I think it shows in a, in a win like yesterday. Ben, as always, great stuff. Uh, so wait, you give the kid a haircut or you take the kid for the haircut? No, I give the haircuts. I am, wow. I'm, a, I'm an exceptional barber. I, we go on buzz cut here? Or do we just pull out the razor and, and mow the lawn, or what are we doing? No, I have a whole set I got for my barber. Um, I've had them for years. I used to cut hair in, in, at Malvern. It was $2 a haircut, and uh, I used to cut all the kids' hairs after school. And I've continued to cut my boys' hairs, both of them, you know, their whole lives. I have very few talents, Glenn. I know how to put diesel in my truck, and I know how to cut hair. That's about it. <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm very impressed by that. I really yeah. am. I, yeah. Yes. All right. Well, yeah, cool. So. Well, listen, enjoy the game. I know where you will be tonight, as we all will. And um, – 